Hello and welcome to 90 Hayden Row, the podcast that focuses on all things Hopkinton High School, where each episode we discuss all types of news and updates pertaining to HHS, celebrate our many students' successes and accomplishments, highlight our incredible teaching staff, take on the newest and maybe controversial topics in education, share some personal stories and reflect on what life is like for students, parents and staff up on the hill. I'm Evan Bishop, principal here at the high school, and on today's show we have juniors... Nandina Ramesh, as well as Shri Venkatesan, two students who are working tremendously hard as part of our HOSA club. Our HOSA club is the Future Health Professionals of America, formerly known as the Health Occupations Students of America Club. This club is run by our anatomy and physiology teacher, Miss Marjorie Billiter. It's become a club that has just exploded with popularity in the last few years. We actually have a number of students heading down to Dallas for a HOSA conference at the end of June. And then Dita and Shri, as part of that, are putting together a project to talk a little bit about sleep deprivation. Um, and their project really is gained at better understanding adolescent sleep habits in investigating the long-term effects. And they've really dug into this project. Um, and part of their work is getting the word out to the community uh, and getting a sense of information that they can use to help students develop healthier habits when it comes to sleep. So I'm tremendously impressed with both of these individuals. They are wonderful young ladies, uh, very smart, very articulate. So let's hear a little bit about their project from them. Thank you so much for, for joining the podcast. We're excited to have you here. So uh, tell us a little bit about this project. Uh, obviously, you've done a lot of work. Um, the listeners are probably curious of kind of where this came from. So maybe we can start there. Where did this project idea come from? Yeah, so one of the biggest things we noticed among some of our friends and students is that a lot of people prioritize a lot of academics and extracurricular activities and are often losing sleep because they prioritize such things. And we ourselves were subject to sort of sleep deprivation um, as current juniors and even a little bit during sophomore year. And we realized how prevalent the problem is in our community and wanted to sort of raise awareness about it and discuss like what are the long-term implications. So you made a comment about junior year and then somewhat sophomore year so from I'm curious is that something that just kind of happens when it comes to adding some stuff to your plate and then you're not getting enough sleep when you get to high school is it something that students you think struggle with coming into the high school maybe like middle school like where do you feel like this starts to become an issue for your classmates I think it kind of depends on like the course load. I think obviously coming from freshman to sophomore year, like we have AP classes. Um, so I think that definitely added to it. And obviously as the year went on, I think our extracurricular activities started to get more time consuming and AP exams. And I think everything kind of just started building on itself. And then junior year, it just got worse with like more classes and extracurriculars and also standardized testing. So I think that all definitely added to it as the two years have gone on. So tell us about, it's an interesting idea, right? Uh, there's a lot of talk now about sleep deprivation and, and starting school later. You know, we went from 7.25 to 8. Um, don't know how much of an impact that's made, to be honest, with our students when it comes to sleep. But 
where are you at now? What kind of research have you done? What kind of conversations have you had? I know part of your project has multiple phases. A lot of it is about sh you know sharing awareness about it. So wh where are we now in regards to the information you've been able to gather? Of course, yeah. So I think it's interesting that you brought up actually the pushing back the school start times. One of our projects that we have been working on is the House of Representatives has been trying to pass this bill that's sort of trying to look at school start times across Massachusetts and how it's helping. And one of the things we found through some of our research that we did was that uh, pushing back the school start times is supposed to help because during like adolescence or your teenage years, uh, melatonin is gonna be produced later at night. And so a lot of teenagers will sleep later at night but also sleep in later in the morning. So I think that's definitely helped to an extent. We've also done a lot of projects um, just talking about some of the differences between sleep conditions and sleep deprivation. So there's like insomnia, but that's different from sleep deprivation where it could be this culmination of different things in your life that impacts why you're not having sleep versus conditions that could be developed like sleep apnea, narcolepsy, and different sleep disorders. So have you, is part of your project, are you picking one of those areas and digging a little bit deeper or is it more you're kind of doing research on all of those? I think it's been pretty broad. We've kind of just focused on everything and we're, we're trying to just talk about everything. And also we've been talking to like people who know, we know have like struggled with insomnia. So we've been able to have interviews with some of our friends and kind of just talk about that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of... So good. my follow up to that is how have you found out from other students their struggles when it comes to their sleeping patterns? And so, you know, you said you spoke to a friend or a few friends about their, their issues. What kind of work have you done to kind of get a sense from the student body here in regards to what they're struggling with and how much they're taking on their plates when it comes to the lack of sleep that they're getting? So I think we were able to get like the data from the Metro West Health Survey. So we have been kind of using that to um, push our campaign further and also kind of just again talking to our friends, seeing what they've struggled with. And we've also talked to teachers to see if they've maybe observed um, like certain behavior in their classes. Um, specifically classes where there's a lot of like like interactive activities where maybe like students might have their heads down or might be just kind of dozing off so that's kind of what we've been doing for that. What, what have you heard from some of our staff when you've had these questions? Yeah uh, so there's been like a variety of responses I think we were looking to see especially in the morning if um, people are more tired but I know like specifically in our English class uh, our teacher said he didn't really find that much of a difference um, with the students, but it is also very like interactive class. And I think one of the things that really helps is like our teacher sort of helps make sure everyone is awake and everyone's paying attention. Um, but I don't know if that's necessarily the same for all of our classes. And when you've been talking to some friends and the research that you've done, what what I'm curious, like what are high school age students kind of going to bed? Like what's an average time for, for students and, and how much sleep are they really getting? And I've seen statistics, but just curious from your, your I would say like from the people I've talked to, like my friends, it's between like five to six maybe. Hours of, yeah. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's pretty normal. Obviously there's some people who sleep less sometimes, um, but I think it, it kind of just depends on like that week and like the workload, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a wide range in terms of like how many hours people sleep and it also depends a lot on people's priorities. So some people I know are very like, they will prioritize grades and academics over sleeping and then there's some people that know when to cut it off. Mm -hmm. So I, I know people that will like sometimes go to sleep at like 3 a.m. but I also know people who have like a strict like 10 or 11 o'clock bedtime. Yeah. 
Yeah, interesting. So you talked about you know when people can uh, are, will cut it off. Yeah. Like, how much pressure are the students feeling in regards to their classes, in regards to grades? And obviously that contributes to this, right? I mean, how do you get to, in your research or your conversations, how, the people that are able to shut it off, what are they, how are they approaching things in a way that's different from the, the student that's staying up till three? Have you had some of that, that I think information? Not exactly, but I think a lot of it kind of just depends on like the environment of like that student, kind of where they're coming from. If they faced a lot of maybe pressure from their family to like, get really good grades I think that obviously is going to lead to them like staying up later compared to some other people who maybe just kind of have like other things that they want to focus on and also like prioritize their sleep so I think a lot of it depends on like the student like how driven and like kind of their family too yeah it's a good it's a good point I think when we moved our start time from seven twenty-five to 8 I was surprised we did a lot of kind of focus groups we asked students and, and you know what they were looking for and staff, and we did a lot of research. There's a lot of uh, you know literature out there about later start time, but a lot of students surprisingly didn't want to start later, uh, which I thought was interesting. Have you heard that at all? Have you had those conversations? Yeah, I think there's like two sides to it, where some people do like sleeping in, but a lot of people who are involved in sports don't like being out like when it's dark and then coming home really late or starting homework really late. Like before we would get out at one fifty, and like you could probably start your homework by like 2.30, 2.50 like, but I think a lot of people now, especially after extra extracurricular activities or sports, they're coming back at like five or six and they're starting homework. So I think there's a little bit of pushback in terms of that. But I do think I've also seen a lot of people have increased their sleep time with the pushback. That's good, yeah, because sometimes what I heard was if you, if you start later, then they're just gonna, students are just going to stay up later. Uh, but it's good to hear that, that there's been some readjustment on that. So talk to the listeners about, okay, you've, you have this um, project. You have different phases in regards to spreading awareness, uh, making the community aware, hopefully develop healthier habits for students. What are the next steps? What, what are the recommendations that you have? Kind of where are we with the project at this point? Um, so we are kind of working a lot more. We've been doing a lot of like webinars online and also um, hosting library events to raise awareness. We've been putting up, we just recently went to like a lot of the hospitals like downtown or like the clinics and we put up posters there for a lot of the people there to see. So we're just hoping that like even in Hopkinton that we can reach as many people as we can. We also have our social media um, our Instagram, our YouTube, and our blog. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Great, awesome. And do you think, so the hope is this awareness and will uh, bring the attention to students that they need to have, they need to be getting you know, more sleep, have healthier sleeping patterns. Are you optimistic that the work will be able to do that? I think it's interesting because everyone knows internally that like you have to get in that eight hours of sleep, but the actual implementation of it is like, what do you prioritize? At the end of the day, like, is staying up an extra hour to help you get the better grade more important to you than your sleep? And I think it's really difficult for a lot of teenagers because like even me, I sometimes feel like I'm like this grade is like end all be all, but like a lot of the times, like if you look back at it ten years from now, it's not going to have yeah, mattered yeah, at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I think definitely just like taking a step back and understanding that like at the end of the day your 
sleep patterns now is going to be more impactful in your future than maybe this one grade that you're studying for is going to make the difference. But it's really difficult to do that, I think, yeah. as teenagers. Yeah, we definitely make it sound a lot easier than it is, yeah. but I think... Yeah, of course. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. we're hoping that like at least people can be aware of like what they're actually doing yeah. for themselves. Absolutely. There's just a lot of pressures, right? You can pinpoint it could be home situations, it could be right. internal pressures, it could be just competition with classmates, it could be the way we set up our curriculum. There's a lot of different things, yeah, right? Yeah. I am curious, through your conversations and research, do you have any recommendations for the school in regards to what we could be doing to help in this regard? Yeah, we really liked the pushback in um, school start times. I know we spoke with some other like uh, principals and superintendents at like schools around us, and a lot of them have also done so. Um, and some are pushing to do that as well. I think in terms of sleep, it's kind of difficult in the in, like in our community, I guess, because a lot of the people in Hopkinton are very driven, and so like you could tell them to reduce their course load, but then they're going outside and doing other classes. So like, what I'm not. We, sure. What if the, you know we've had these conversations for a while? I don't mean yeah. to cut you off, but we've talked about limiting a certain amount mm-hmm. of classes. You know, and oftentimes people will say, "What if you limit APs?" And I know there are a few schools around the area that do that, high schools. Many don't. Your reaction to that? I think it could work for some people, but then there's going to be the kids who go out and, like, self-study for these APs, too. So I think it's not going to be, like, as beneficial as... I think, yeah. I think it's the thing where it's, like, the kids who want to take those extra APs are going to go out of their way to take it regardless. Yeah, and it's just that cycle, right? Yeah. So that's, that's the challenging part. So maybe before we wrap up, maybe just telling the listeners a little bit about what HOPSA is and what, uh, you know, some of the other maybe groups that you've had come in to talk to the, the students of HOSA. I know that there's a conference coming up at the end of June. Just maybe recapping a little bit for our listeners what what students do within that club. Yeah. Um, so the organization is for, like, future health professionals, anyone who's interested in a healthcare profession. Uh, we've had a lot of webinars, um, and then we compete at the state conference where there's some competitive events there as well. And we do a lot of like fundraising events together and work on various healthcare projects. We do have the international conference coming up in Dallas this year in late June, but are you, also, are you guys both going? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It's exciting. Yeah. And it's also just like a great opportunity for us to like find a community of people who are who have the same interests. Like I know I met her through yeah. HOSA. So That's awesome. yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Great. Well, I wish you all the best with this project. From someone who doesn't sleep great themselves, <laughs> I could use some some tips and help for a, a healthier habit of sleep. So uh, I'll be interested to see kind of what comes of this. Uh, I admire the work that you're doing. I wish you the best for the rest of the year down in Dallas. Um, and we'd love to have you back on the podcast at some point where we could talk a little bit about maybe some of the, the gains we've made in this area. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you. Thank for having thank us. So much, thank right? you so much. I just want to thank Nandita and Shri once again for joining the podcast. As you heard, just two tremendous students um, have a lot going for them have a big project here and I'm, 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 I'm very curious to see the results that they get and hopefully we'll be able to share with the larger community and obviously wish them the best as they compete down in Dallas this upcoming June thank you again for listening to the podcast if you have any ideas or topics that you want us to discuss or to address shoot me an email I'd be happy to uh, add it to the next podcast agenda but until then uh, be kind Be positive, keep smiling, and go Hillers.